0: Hey guys, Jake here. So it occurred to me while I was putting together this second episode of Cruel Runnings, thank you for listening, that it might behoove us to get a little deeper into what Artaud says about cruelty, just to, you know, foreground the premise of this whole thing. Uh, And this was something I had difficulty understanding completely for a while, and still do, probably, just like his idea of the double he's referring to in The Theater and It's Double. But... I'm starting to spend enough time with him that certain terms make more sense than they used to. Here. Uh, This is as unambiguous as I can find him describing what he means by theater of cruelty. That is why I propose a theater of cruelty. With this mania we all have for depreciating everything, as soon as I have said cruelty, everybody will at once take it to mean blood. But theater of cruelty means a theater difficult and cruel for myself, first of all. And on the level of performance, it is not the cruelty we can exercise upon each other by hacking at each other's bodies, carving up our personal anatomies, or like Assyrian emperors, sending parcels of human ears, noses, or neatly detached nostrils through the mail but the much more terrible and necessary cruelty which things can exercise against us. We are not free, and the sky can still fall on our heads, and the theater has been created to teach us that, first of all. What does this mean for the stories our guests are telling? I don't know. But maybe let's keep it in mind as we listen to actor Emily Altschul this week tell us hers. I think it does a really good job of suggesting the sky falling on our heads. After that, it's the return of Michael Lors, who brings you a one-man performance of a chunk of Artaud's first and best-known stage text, Spurt of Blood. Enjoy.
1: Last summer I did a fringe show here in the city, and I would say that fate was cruel to us more than anyone in particular, uh, so this play is about sexual assault, and my character got sexually assaulted on stage, it was like if Sarah Rule took a whack at writing an episode of Girls that was, you know, centered on the subject of sexual assault. That's what that play was. And so for the most part, it was just kind of funny. And then it got really unfunny. What
0: What is that, not to like put too fine a point on it, but sure. like when you say that, like what does that entail?
1: Well, I mean, there there are certainly worse experiences of sexual assault on stage than the one I had to do. We had a, like a very abstract concept of what everything was going to look like. Luckily, um, it was like in a drugged out kind of haze, and it was kind of it was just a kind of bizarre trip that was vaguely upsetting. Our director decided that we were going to have a three week rehearsal process, as is pretty standard but apparently not for the fringe because our tech date the one day that we were allowed in the space was two weeks before our first performance which meant that we had been rehearsing for one week when we were asked to do a full run-through of the show.
0: Did you just like cobble something together? I mean like what did you have anything ready for tech?
1: Uh, We knew that that was coming, so we had, like, a pretend show ready for them, Mm -hmm. Um, like, very much on book and very much not the script that we ended up performing two weeks later because our playwright was devilishly good at killing her darlings, and we just kind of stumbled through the mishmash of what we already had, and we made it work, knowing that we would (laughs) never... Never get to see that space again before we had the real show put together. Um, and then the other thing was that a week before we went up, our lead actor, who was on stage the entire show, um, and the, the play was called The Elephant in the Room, and his character was literally named The Elephant, he got bronchitis and had to drop out. We were elephantless and, and vaguely roomless. So we had to quickly scramble to find um, a quarter of our cast in a week and have him memorize the show, which was a lot. Our brave new hope was the guy I was dating at the time to be man who sexually assaults Emily on stage. (laughs) How long have you been dating him? Oh, like a month. Did did he not do it because he was like, this is too strange for us? Or, like, he couldn't? Or you found someone before that even became an issue? Uh, I think a little mix of me being like, that's that's bizarre and uncomfortable. Him saying the same thing. And another candidate just kind of falling into our laps. This other person being the long-term boyfriend of someone else in the cast. So she got to... Watch him sexually assault me, which was, I don't know, better for me, in any way. He was perfectly elephanty. There were a lot of changes being thrown at us. Uh, they were all mostly very good. You know, like, my character, like, didn't have an arc when we started, and by the end, I had... oh. Lot of things to say, <laughs> <laughs> so it was, but no, he definitely rose to the occasion. He memorized the whole show, which was a whole bunch of things. He was our uh, next-door neighbor, and when we got when we went into realism land, and he was the history of the three girls who lived in the apartment when we were in surrealism land. We were often in surrealism land in, like, eight different ways. So that was part of the experience as well, was figuring out...
0: Mapping like, surrealism land.
1: Yeah. And, like, the five different elephants, quote-unquote, that he had to be.
0: Was it difficult to do a play with that amount of um, gravity for something that was that is as, like, haphazard as the fringe?
1: Uh, no. Um... Why did I say no? Yes, it was. It was weird. Um... <laughs> it was it was like bizarre because the tone of the show wasn't you know very weighty mm-hmm. it was it was like an episode of girls it was it was weird because i would have these conversations with like particularly male friends kind of overcompensating like i don't know that was that there's a lot of this in there i'm like well What's your experience? Let's oh, talk really? about it. Yeah, it was that so that was strange, but it opened up a lot of interesting conversations. So the play was actually kind of centered less around like the act of sexual assault and more um the premise was kind of like there are three girls in a room. They've all had traumatic past experiences, and they're all very close friends. None of them are talking about any of these experiences. Uh and I think a lot of people had a problem with that, actually. Just, like, the reality that a lot of women don't talk about these things. They, you know, a lot of people see that and think, like, oh, you're making your, your victim or survivor, however you want to frame it, um, you're making them weak because you're not giving them a voice. They're not, like, reporting. They're not talking openly about it. But it's it's just kind of the sad reality, at least for now. That that's like that's how it's generally dealt with. I actually had a conversation with someone about this. is totally off topic. I had a conversation with someone um, at work the other day about. Do you guys watch Orange Is the New Black? The I season? haven't watched the new season at all. Well, there's there's a a rape storyline and the guy in my office was like, I just thought that it felt like a dude wrote a female rape storyline. I personally think that it was very well handled. Um, He's like, I don't know why she wasn't angry. Why was she just upset? Why wasn't she angry? (laughs) Because she's a, a human and every human has a different experience.
2: Suddenly becomes night. The earth quakes. Thunder rages, lightning zigzagging everywhere, and its flashes light up the characters who run about, bump into one another, fall down, get up again, and run like mad. At a given moment, a huge hand seizes the whore's hair, which catches fire and swells up visibly. A gigantic voice. Bitch, look at your body! The whore's body appears completely naked and hideous under her blouse and skirt, which turn transparent. "'God, let go of me!' "'She bites God's wrist. "'A great spurt of blood slashes across the stage, "'while in the midst of the brightest lightning flash "'we see the priest making the sign of the cross. "'When the lights come up again, "'the characters are all dead "'and their corpses lie all over the ground. "'Only the whore and young man are left, "'devouring each other with their eyes. "'The whore falls into the young man's arms. "'Whore, with a sigh as if in an orgiastic climax.' Tell me how it happened. The young man hides his head in his hands. The wet nurse returns, carrying the girl under her arms like a parcel. The girl is dead. She drops her on the ground, where she sprawls out and becomes as flat as a pancake. The wet nurse's breasts are gone. Her chest is completely flat. At that moment, the knight enters and throws himself on the wet nurse, shaking her violently. Knight, in a terrible voice.
0: Where did you put it? Give me my
2: Gruyere! He was from New Jersey.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I really love Michael's horror voice. Uh, I've been trying to do it myself all week. Thanks again for listening, folks. We're applying to iTunes and Stitcher with these two episodes and hopefully we will be set up by the end of the week. Subscribe if you like what you're hearing and share it with anyone else you think might dig it. The music you're listening to right now is by Loom, which you can find online. Cruel Runnings is produced by Artilliers, a theater company born out of a desire to revere and ruin the best plays in history. If you want to know what we mean by that, head over to our Kickstarter, which we've linked in the description. Or you can find it simply by searching Artilliers. That's A-R-T-I-L-L-I-E-R-S. Artilliers is fundraising for our inaugural season, which will include a dream play by Strindberg in the fall and a devised project built with the same actors but very different in the spring. As well as, of course, Arto Arto at the Dream Up Festival at the Theater for the New City. That's in September. If you like this podcast, chances are you'll like that play. Thanks again, folks. Keep it cruel.